Welcome to another episode of Sage Real Stories and our second episode in our cozy barn with sages right in our backyard. Karen and Mitzi are part of the community here in Connecticut. They are moms, but not just moms. They are incredible mothers of children with special needs. And this has been something that has been coming up in conversation with with several mothers that I talked to, the need for support and connection, especially with other mothers who understand what it's like yes. to parent and mother a child with special needs. Welcome to the Sage Real Stories podcast, where we are hearing from real women who have a story to share. As women, we face many different challenges as we navigate through this thing called life. But no matter what it is, someone has been there, has been through those woods and charted a path. Hearing these stories can be so valuable. They can inspire us, empower, make us feel like we aren't alone. At Sage, we're taking it one step farther and we are connecting you with that woman who has the story you need to hear. To have a conversation where you can ask questions and have a mutually meaningful connection. If there is a speaker you hear on this podcast series that resonates with you, email hello at sagelink.com and we will connect you. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this Sage Real Story. Inside that strength from inside. Learn on with intent. Really so grateful that you took the time out. We're really excited about, you know, the opportunity to possibly help other people. Like yeah, ourselves. I know when we talked, you were really um, loving the concept because of how valuable it was for you two to meet. Yes. And find each other. And that's hard sometimes. It's right? really hard. It's very hard. Our lives are like shrunk um, because there's so much isolation. Tell, you know, the, the women listening to this podcast. What is your situation as mothers? Just on a very high level, just before we get started, you know, what, what is the special needs of your children? And a li- just a little bit about, about yourself. Well, they're very different. That's, that's one thing. They're, we have opposite type of, of special needs situations, um, but they're both equally challenging. Yes. <laughs> so Mia is 17 um, and she's severely... Uh, just a lot of different disabilities. Uh, she can't do much. So she's in a wheelchair. Uh, she can't talk. Uh, so her communication with me is trying to figure out why she's upset and why she's hitting herself. So, you know, that daily is what I go through with her, the meds, the seizures, um, and she has cortical vision. So dealing with that on a daily basis only, you know, with that, that's what part that of it. Mean? She could only see a certain length and she can't, her vision is not. Like a baby, yeah. right? Yeah. You can only see so far yeah. in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It never, yeah. The vision never advanced. No, beyond. no, it didn't. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. And Billy uh, has autism and he's a teenager also. He was unwelcome at his school last year. Um, so we had to find a special school and and now they they feel that he's not a great fit so my struggle is to find a place for him where he can go to learn he's really sweet 
and smart boy. Um, you know, he's good most of the time, but he has has times where he's, you know, struggling and it's it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's an ongoing there's always something. But having a support system really helps and makes it bearable. Yeah. Um on the spectrum, just so that I can understand, uh there's there's a wide spectrum. Oh, yeah. But I've never I don't I personally don't have much experience with autistic people or children. So how wide is that spectrum and where does your son oh, I mean, land? Uh, I don't, I mean, there's so many people that are even just slightly in the spectrum. So it, it's a, you know, huge range. Um, he's, well, he's, he functions to some degree well on his own. He's independent in some ways, but he can't be without an adult. We wouldn't be able to leave him home alone in the house for any length of time. The most I've ever done is gone outside and done something in the yard while constantly checking on him. And, and um, even then, I don't like to do it. You know, sometimes it's when he knows that you're busy, preoccupied, that he gets ideas to do things. He doesn't always realize all the danger there is. So the house has to be like locked down and it's just, just an ordeal. So it's uh, a lot. It sounds like both of you have to have so much oversight. It must be harder, though, to find child care. I've never even really tried. Uh, because I just couldn't turn it over to somebody else because you never know what this child's going to do. Like the first time he went out a door at age two, um, the doors were locked and everything. And then the first time he went out a window uh, and then the windows had to be locked, you know, so. You so know. on a day to day and year to year basis, you know, mothers of kind of children that are moving along the normal development path. Mm -hmm they're able to have more and more time to themselves. And, he and you both have not been able to have No, we that. tried though. We did try. I tried play dates. I tried uh, sports. They even have special sports for special needs kids. And he didn't, it was just, I, I eventually just stopped trying to force it on him. But it's always good to try to revisit things and try again with things um, because you never know. What I heard from you both when I talked to you a few times that we've talked is things like, this like I can't go out to dinner I can't go on vacation I, I just want to share a really interesting thought that never crossed my mind and um, is that this concept of like they both can't fly with their children and so you know we were talking and I think it was you Mitzi that said mm -hmm. there should be a rental RV yeah. for families right. with children mm -hmm. with special needs yep. that, so that they can go on vacation I mean the things that mm -hmm. we don't think about that mm -hmm. you both you know, can't do or right. have to do differently. Right. There's so much. What are yeah. some other things that stand out? And take her to the park, but then it's like you can't put her in. She's in a chair. She's in a chair. So it's kind of like we do stuff that seems like what a family would do, but it's still altered and modified for us. And that's where the real importance, I think, of having that person that understands, like another mom. Like I, I didn't even couldn't even wrap my head around this. I, it didn't even dawn on me until you both mentioned these things to me. Yeah. Having another mom that really understands so valuable. Oh yeah. It truly is. You know, the current school may not want him to continue there. They don't feel it's, you know, the right fit. And that means that you know, my freedom is going to be gone again. And my, I'm not able to provide a structured educational space for him at home. That time that he's in school and my husband's at work, or it's even better if my husband's not at work, because then we have time together. Um, but the time that they're both gone, that's my time. And, and a lot of times I'm just running errands, but I get to do it with my bestie. So it's it's so much better. That's huge. You know? That's huge. And so you, you found this out. 
was Mitzi one of the first people that you called? Yeah, I texted her. I haven't even told my mom. I just, I don't, I gotta, gotta wait till I feel better about it because I want to assure her, reassure her that it's going to be okay. And I don't have that confidence yet. So I'm going to wait until my voice, so I'm not going to like cry or something. You know what I mean? With my mom. Because yeah. she's, I don't want her to, to worry. Yeah. You know, she's you know in her seventies. She, 70s she and, could tell. And she, and she can always tell if anything's wrong with my voice, like instantly. Yeah. And Mitzi, how about you? What things do you think having Karen or, you know, someone that really understands what, how has that really helped you? What instances can you think of where that is just invaluable for you? I think it's just when I'm going through, you know, a day where she's just nonstop screaming and hitting herself for like a couple hours straight. And I'm just like, I got to get out of here. I get a text. (laughs) I get a text and I know exactly what it means. What is one sentence? (laughs) What does it say? Can you share? Shit show. Shit show over here right now. It's my job. Because sometimes it, it starts either she, her son would be fine and then it turns for my daughter and then it goes back and forth. So it's funny. Yeah, we realized so that. I'm like, like, it's my turn. We're not always <laughs> having a crisis. There's times where everything's cool for at least a couple but of days. But at least we joke about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have to. Yeah. You've got to joke. But like, I noticed that when one of us is down, usually the other one is okay. So yeah. it works out so that we can, you know. Yeah. And sometimes she's like, I just, I'm not in the mood to deal with anyone. And I'm like, I think you really need to talk to me today. Yeah. You know, like maybe get out of the house and well, sometimes I have to physically take myself yeah. out of the house because it's just, and I could hear it on the phone, the yeah, screaming like, and her well. daughter is in such a dark, like not feeling well. And, and Mike's caring for her at the time. And so like, you know, it, it's, it's good to, to give each other time to, to, you know, get yeah. out and get away from it. Yeah. When you need to, like, I can't imagine the, the, the challenges that single mothers or people that are all alone that are caregivers have to face. Yeah. I just can't. The idea of people like that and not having any support system, yeah. it breaks my heart. You know, I just talked to someone, actually another podcast guest is a woman um, who is a single mom of two special needs children. She, she's that person. So I, I would love to connect yes. you. Yes. I would like she, to meet her. Yeah. She, um, she is not local, but mm-hmm. she, I was, I was, put in touch with her she came to share her story and she's open to talking with yes. women and she's all it also helped her so much when she found that woman mm-hmm. who she could connect with who so understood she him. oh that's great yeah, it's like beautiful maybe, maybe god or some pa- powerful force brings us together to make it bearable yeah what would you do without each other we'd just still be like really miserable yeah, but it's at least we're it's nothing changed but at least when oh. you have that person i feel like mitzi has helped me heal it's taken years just to accept the situation that to i guess to finally realize that my life isn't going to be what i wanted and um just try to make the best of it at this point you know and just try to enjoy as much of it as we can as a family yes. and with friends and people in the community because i feel like people are the only thing that's going to make it better Granted, a lot of money would really help because then we could hire people <laughs> to help us. Right. And then well, we right. could do all those other right. things. But that's not going to happen. So, like, at least having people in the community that we can still do things with um, or at least help us is right. something. Help each other. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to feel things that you're not always comfortable with because we're human and we just have to be healthy and make healthy choices and, you know, get through it as best we can. You have each other as literally a crutch it sounds like when one when one leg is disabled the crutch supports the other leg 
that's what I feel like you two are for each other. It's so beautiful. You support each other through some difficult and arduous times as being parents of special needs children. And it's really, really valuable. Tell me, what are some things that you do together to lift each other, to bring some joy? <laughs> so what, we have our happy place. I mean, I know it's my happy place. You seem happy mm-hmm. when you're there, too. Yes. And that's shopping, obviously. But, but <laughs> isn't it for all <laughs> Exactly, <men? laughs> exactly. But our, our type of shopping, because we don't have money to buy all the nice things that we love, we are thrifters. So we are always bargain shopping. And, and since I couldn't go back to work with my situation, I like... And I've worked in retail for many, many years. So you've made a business. Well, yeah, I'm trying. And it, it works with your schedule. Oh, it revolves around what I want, what I want to do, you know? So I can yeah. spend as much or as little time. I probably spend like as much of time as a full-time job on it. And like I told her years ago, you know, oh, you should do this with me. You've got, because I could see she like, she had an eye for nice things. Um, when we went shopping, we just pointing out, she's always pointing out stuff that, you know, that she likes. I'm like, you got a good eye and you have a lot of energy. You'd be good at reselling it, but it's fun. Now, so that's an interesting thing for anyone listening that, you know, might be at home with, with a special needs child and can't figure out how to bring in some income. Right. This could be a great idea. Everybody is buying used now. They really are. Um, people want to save it's money. Very, the economy is so bad. And it's very young, yeah. eco-friendly. It it's right is. Clothes should not be just sitting in landfills. Oh, things that are the tax beautiful sale. things like should be used by someone. And right. there's all those sites out there now where they give them away to people for free. And that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? And what other tips do you have for, for moms that might be listening to this saying, you know, what's something that I can do to get by? Do you have any? Financially, you, or any, in any way, in any way, like this, right? You figured out this way to bring in some income and be home. Any other things that maybe you've learned along your journey? Because your children are teens. Maybe there is something that's gotten you through, aside from having each other, that listeners could benefit from. I've learned how to be a strong person through a lot of tough times with Mia. I had to be with doctors, with therapists, with school, with insurances. You have to really stand your ground when you're, you know, you gotta fight. So you've learned to be strong. Yep. How? Through the years I had to really fight for her. Because, you know, doctors are great, but you're just another patient. You're just another number. You're just another person. If you're not her, you just will be put back, you know, in the line again and wait, you know? so. You have to, and you learn that. That's this is something I didn't automatically. It's it's built with time and you know frustration and necessity and saying no. Yeah, you eventually say, you know what, that's not right. Let me do my research. I go online. So that's what I do, and I've learned a lot from that. Are there any along those lines doing research and resources that you feel particularly helpful? Just to do your research, you know. If I mean. For the state, she, they wouldn't take uh, my daughter. I could, she wouldn't, they wouldn't, um, she was just regular insurance. So sh- her bills are really expensive medication or equipment. So it's, it's a lot. So, and I had to fight for that. They wouldn't give it to her, you know, because my husband makes too much. So I had to fight for that. And I did. And I got it. You just kept going yeah. and pushing and learning. And I'm doing that right now with the situation. Yeah, that's great advice. I have to. You don't have to. accept what right. you don't feel should be accepted. Exactly. How about you, Karen? 
I do have someone that I found through research and stuff, Julie Swanson. She uh, is an advocate. She has a book. She's got a, a site. I think she's called The Life Skills Lady online on Facebook. We can link her um, in the she bio. Has a book. It's amazing. I hired her years ago as an advocate when I was fighting with the first school district my son was in. And she is amazing. She really has a, the passion in her soul about it because her son is in his 20s and he's special needs. And that's how she learned through you know, work for him. And she's amazing. And she's on um, some boards for the state too. So okay. she really gets to give back and make, you know, make a difference. And she's always been so good to us. So you don't go to any current support groups per se anymore? No. No. Yeah. no you were telling me um, something interesting that I would just, I think would resonate with listeners is that a lot of the support groups for moms, like just umbrella moms, mm -hmm tended to have a lot of activities and, and events, let's go here and go there, that are hard, a, hard to get to maybe, fit into your schedule if you have a special needs child at home that you have to care for and can't leave, mm -hmm. but also were like pricey. And so yeah, like the only time I had that option was when Billy was a baby because he was still not that different. The moms, a lot of them were professional women and they had money and they liked to go to a lot of different places that, you know, it wasn't, like appropriate for me to go um, because, you know, there's only so much money maybe I had budgeted at the time for social things. And, you know, that just wasn't in it. But I did, you know, I did enjoy the idea of that. That struck me again as something that, you know, you wouldn't really think about that it doesn't fit for everybody, those types of groups. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's so beautiful that you've, you've found each other. I'm so happy. And we're going to continue to talk with Karen and Mitzi from time to time because I think that what you have together is really magical. I want to have more conversations where we just kind of talk or you talk about the day to day and we laugh and we kind of, you know, talk about it in an open way that makes listeners feel less alone. Right. I think no, that you yeah. had this idea before we even met. Yeah. We did. talk we, a little bit about that. Um, well, we were like just walking one day through neighborhood and we were talking and we both just started laughing and it was like at a point I think in our friendship where we were hanging out more and just starting to have fun together and have our own little jo inner jokes and things and it was really nice and um, Mitzi was like we should just record these conversations and I'm like but I say a lot of crazy dark things that I wouldn't you know but she's like I just love to make her laugh it makes I guess I have this little you know comedian inside I love it when people laugh you have to laugh or you'll cry yeah, one or the other, either you know? the other yeah. yeah I'd rather laugh I think that we need to laugh more in life and that, that's what we were saying at the time. We, we, we laugh together and we, like, there's other moms that are out there that they don't know or they don't have this. And, and they would probably love to hear our stories because they could relate to it. Right. She's really wanted to do something about it. You know, it is a great idea, but I don't have the technology skills to, you know, or the time and all the time to do something like that. You have to be very dedicated. Like, you're an amazingly busy, busy woman. Um, you know, and you're organized and you, 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 you fit it in, but I, you know, yeah. I've been just kind of revolving my life around my child. For so to have these conversations, like you said, that, you know, other women can benefit from, I don't want them to, to be stuck there feeling all alone when there's people just like them out there, you know, that, that are interested in reaching them and yeah. that want them to be healthy and happy. 
maybe they can just breathe a little easier here and, and laugh with us and you understand know? they're not alone in it. Yes. And oh gosh, I get that. They get me. Anxiety and, is a huge thing for, for people with special needs kids. But I was reading a research study, having someone that you can identify with actually reduces the brain's dopamine stress response. And so it actually can help with anxiety. It can actually help like kind of let you breathe mm -hmm. a little easier. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's really beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for, I'm so glad that we met. Yeah, we're so glad. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be some special needs moms that find this. I hope so. And feel free to email me at hello at sagelink.com and I can put you in touch with either of them if their story resonated with you and you'd like to have a chat. And thank, thank you. you for taking the time to share your stories. Awesome.